This alleged epidemic of 3.2 litre five-cylinder previous generation Ford Rangers blowing up in that post 85,000 kilometre sort of service range. Let's talk about that. I'm John DeDogan from AutoExpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Australia, hardly. Website. Card. Some days the enthusiasm's just not there, dude. Anywho, I've got this question here from a dude named Gene Dubla. I don't know exactly how you pronounce that, but I've given it my best shot. He says, I have a 2018 Ford Wildtrak November 2017 build with 88 thousand, I presume, kilometres on the clock. I keep reading about the 3.2 litre five cylinders blowing up on the Ford forums. Can I add, say, a cooler to the oil or install something else to cool this engine down? I am 69 now and I want to have complete confidence in my tow vehicle. I have a 3.7 metre tinny on the roof and tow a 21.5 Grand Salute Caravan. <laughs> Don't tease me. That sounds like the sort of thing where you can sit at the head of the dining table on the Brasco, taking a dump, drinking a beer, cooking dinner without changing seats. Be still, my beating heart. I am at the full capacity of weights for a total GCM of 6,000 kilograms. There you go. So heavily loaded. Do I add... Do I add to vehicle, trade in, or most likely sell privately and take a chance on the new Ford Wildtrak with the V6? Change models completely and buy the Isuzui diesel. That's not how you spell it, dude. A proven truck diesel. Anyway, that's from Gene. And uh, I'd suggest that any time you load a vehicle up to its maximum, you really are increasing the severity of its operation, particularly if you're going out there in the friggin' gaffer where it's like 45 degrees C ambient temperature often enough and, you know, aerodynamic drag from the caravan. So you really are stacking the deck here and you have to acknowledge that everything that you buy, every machine that you buy, the more severely you operate it, the quicker it wears out. This is just as true for an angle grinder as it is for a car. So if you really do work that sucker hard, cutting up big, heavy chunks of steel endlessly, it's going to wear out quicker than if you just take it a bit easy and do light work with it. Same thing with your ute, dude. Now, as for the Ranger specifically, okay, the, the thing about the Ranger is that it's generally pretty reliable up to that 85 to 100,000 kilometer sort of ballpark. And after that, there are quite a few complaints that owners make about that vehicle. Now, one of the really common ones is that the EGR cooler can fail. And when that happens, it often results in a catastrophic engine failure because obviously EGR works like this, okay? Exhaust gas is recirculated into the engine for uh, emissions control, but also to improve volumetric efficiency at low load because exhaust gas is just kind of inert, right? And that means that you're putting something in that doesn't contribute to the combustion process, but it's got volume, and therefore the volumetric efficiency of the engine is pumped up at those times, okay? So it's a good idea to have EGR there. It's just that the implementation of the cooler, because 
exhaust gas is hot, obviously, and it's a dud idea to increase inlet air temperatures. So there's a convective cooler built into the system. So exhaust gas that is tapped out to come back into the inlet goes through this cooler, and the cooler is mainly driven by engine coolant, like water, from the radiator. Okay, And it's a separate little cooling thing that's bolted to the engine and it just does its cooling thing and chills out the EGR before it gets into the inlet. That fails. And when that fails, it can dump all of the water out of the engine and cause you know catastrophic failure because of overheating elsewhere in the engine, in the head and the pistons and things of that nature. Okay, So that's unfortunate. And Ford doesn't talk about this, but I've heard of this happening so many times that it's a thing. And I'd suggest that if you're going to own a Ranger in that 85,000 plus kilometre ballpark, you might want to budget a replacement cooler because that's just preemptive, preventative maintenance, okay? If it's likely to fail and cost you 30 grand, then spend a thousand bucks and or whatever it costs, and get somebody just to change the cooler and get them to do that every 85,000 Ks. And it takes that risk off the table because you've got a brand new cooler there and therefore 85,000 more Ks worth of service life that could be reasonably expected. As for buying the new Ranger, I would wait on the new Ranger until more people run the mad experiment on that car and find out whether or not it's just an unreliable pig and whether or not Ford has to implement any sort of running fixes into these initial ones. So I wouldn't jump in too much earlier. As for the Isuzu, you can swallow that rhetoric if you want about it being a proven truck engine, but the reality is I don't see any evidence that Isuzu is any better than any of the other uh, ute manufacturers, you know, and they're worse on customer service, right? Now, I had a guy take me on in the comments about, well, I, I've had great service, I haven't had anything go wrong, and I've had great service from my dealer with my Isuzu, to which I'd say, well, you haven't really tested the uh, support capacity because nothing's gone wrong. And there's plenty of uh, complaints that I've received from owners who felt, rightly or wrongly, that they were getting bent over by Isuzu Ute Australia. Not so much the dealer, but by the parent company. And if you have a significant thing go wrong with your Isuzu, the dealer has to go to Isuzu and advocate for support, right? That's the process. And if Isuzu gives the dealer the two-finger salute, then the dealer tells you to wear it and says, well, here's the bill. And that is a bitter pill to swallow. And I've had allegations of that presented to me unsolicited by email more often than is warranted based on the number of Isuzu utes out there on the market. Certainly that four, whatever they call it, four JJJJJJ engine is uh, quite reliable. Yeah, absolutely. But is it a market leader in terms of its performance and you know, is it going to be any better than a Ranger for towing all of that heavy shit around? Probably not. I'd just suggest that you need to bear in mind that if you are running around with a gross combination mass of six tonnes in a vehicle like a ute, any ute, it is going to wear out prematurely and that means you will experience major failures sooner than somebody who just drives to the shops or something. And the other thing is that another ute's not going to be better, but 
you have to do more preventative maintenance and you have to just factor in replacement sooner because you really are pressing that vehicle very hard, dude. 